So you don't think that that humanity is 10,000 years old, but you think that view is more insightful? To quote C.S. Lewis. No, don't quote it. What? Quote yourself. Okay. To quote Michael Knowles. To quote Michael the, Knowles. The Earth is. To quote Michael Knowles. One blank. time I read C.S. Lewis, and what he what? told me. What? No, I'm quoting me. The human species is blank yeah. years old. Roughly. So you think? So yes is the answer. No. <laughs> no. It's been a long time since we filmed what became the most popular episode of this show. And so I decided it's time for a rematch, even though I don't remember who won. First, though, the greatest interview show, but it's also the greatest party game, also happens to be the greatest gift to give this holiday season. Better yet, it's on sale right now for Black Friday. The Yes or No Game and Conspiracy Expansion Pack Bundle is 35% off right now but only for Black Friday. This is the best deal ever offered for yes or no. The original game is great. The conspiracy pack not only has great questions for your parties, we will get to some of those questions in this very show. So go get yours today. Dailywire.com slash shop. I cannot believe how discounted these are. In fact, I hate it because it's going to cut into my profits, but that's okay. I don't make these decisions. We have sold out instantly more times than I can count. And I cannot imagine that we will last very long with a deal like this. So do not wait. Makes the perfect stocking stuffer and yuletide gathering activity. Go to dailywire.com shop to get yours while this deal and supplies last. Mr. Walsh. Mm-hmm. I don't know who won the last game. I don't remember that this ever happened. Yeah. Well, part of that, I think, is cheers. Is, yeah. Chin chin yeah. to your health. Yep. You remember the rules? I don't. That makes two of us. But I am supposed to wait to drink until something happens? Yes. You, if you get it right, then you get to drink. And if you get it wrong, you have to drink. Got it. Okay. I will go first. Most lesbians can't do three push-ups and shouldn't, should not serve in combat roles. Wait. <laughs> What am I, I'm guessing whether you think that's correct. Yes. Okay. And then you'll move my glass based on what you think my answer would be. So most lesbians can't do three push-ups and should not serve in combat roles. Uh, I think that's obviously a yes. It's the and that's getting me. It, all right. Well, you said it's obviously a yes, so I I agree that that's your answer. I just it's an and. I think. Probably most lesbians could do three push-ups. They shouldn't serve in combat roles. But do you think most women can do three push-ups? I don't know, but I bet that lesbians outperform women generally. What is it about being a lesbian that would imbue you with uh, upper body strength? They're really, they're really. Yeah, I guess. I, I, I mean, here's well, if that's correct, I would say maybe women on average can do no push-ups. Yeah. And lesbians on average can do like one and a half. Okay. But it's not three. You're, yeah. And we're, we're basically taking the lipstick lesbians out of this also because they don't exist. Right. Yeah. But are we talking about lesbians in combat roles or women in general? I think lesbians. Does that change your answer? Because I'm opposed to women in combat. Right. But, but are not, you saying we can make a, an exception for lesbians? No. No. I think, okay. I think, yeah, I don't know why we focus this on lesbians. Yeah. I, yeah. Why is Mr. Davies so focused on lesbians? It's a really good question. All right. 
Uh, you're up. Oh, okay. Um, Matt Walsh takes more vacation days than Joe Biden. Mm. It's, it's unfair that you get so many vacation days? It's, it's un- well, first of all, because no, like if I take two vacation days in, an, in a whole year, then I take more vacation than any. Like you, you, don't, you don't go on vacation. I, I basically don't go on vacation. Do you know why? I'm going to tell you why. Maybe this is a, a neurosis of mine. I have this fear that if I miss even one minute of my show, yeah. People, they're going to say, wait, I don't need to listen to that. Why do I need to listen to that guy? And but they'll never listen to me again. But here's the point. The audience already knows that. Like, they know they don't need us. So it's, you think mm. that we're, they're pulling this over on them, but they <laughs> already are aware of it. So you might as well just go on vacation and enjoy yourself. And I didn't... Well, yeah, you know, I think it was an obvious answer. I, I'm saying this about myself. No, no I'm, I'm saying what do you think? You're I saying think. what I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Never but I, now, I said I that you would agree because you're a reasonable man. Uh, you know, you say no. Yeah, no, I say no. Wow. No, I, I have to. I take, I take like one vacation a year. You take at most one vacation a day. <laughs> then, at yeah. most. At most. I'm saying. And, and most I, weeks, it's only two vacations and, a week. And the, I get killed. The audience kills me over it. Yeah. Like, I'm not allowed to leave. Where do you ever. go? Places. I don't know. Like, you know, I've, uh, sometimes the family disagrees and they think, like, it's mm. nice to see you every once in a while. I guess that's the difference because I, I say to Elisa, I'll say, hey, girl, you, you want to, you know, I think today, I think this year I'm going to take a few days vacation. Mac! You got to work. You got to work, Mac. I see you too much. And I'll say, well, I want to see you like an hour a day. That's enough, Mac. Go on, get. Get. That's what I, that's what that's I get. That's the life. Yeah. That's the life. I, don't, I do not take more vacation days with Joe Biden. Yeah. Okay. Take at least one less day. <laughs> one less minute. Yeah. Worrying about ozone depletion and acid rain is basic liberal white girl behavior. The hysteria is basically just a scheme to get grant money from the government. Uh, See, I mean, that's, here's the, the issue is there are two claims being made here. Wait, do you explain your thoughts on it before I No, you're your right. Cup? Okay, let's move. Oh, let's no, move. Continue. Let's move. I just don't know. I don't, even know. I don't even know my own thoughts. Okay. I'm going to say yes. I mean, obviously, why, why was that? Why is that gonna, uh, something have to think to, about? I'm going to have to say no, actually. Because, yes, it's basic white girl behavior, obviously. Yeah. I don't think it's just about getting grants from the government. I, I think the, the more Marxist analysis of all these programs is that it's all just about the money. But I don't think it's just about the money. I think it's about controlling us. I think it's about deadening our spirits. Yeah. I think it's about taking away our But controlling us is part of, I don't remember. Oh, grant money from the government. Yeah. 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 All right. So do I get a point? Well, I'm changing. Can I change my answer? I'm changing mine. Wait, you can't change your answer. No, because I, I, the I didn't, was right. The just. I didn't realize the just. I didn't hear the just part. Mm. All right, judges. Ju- judges. Does this man get to cheat like this and change his it's, answer? The just changes everything. It, I didn't hear. Can I get an official ruling, please? He can change it. Whose side are you on? It's, it's what I believe. It's outrageous. Okay. Okay. I'm going to drink anyway. All right. Condoms are at least kind of gay. But they added in the at least there, so I don't even know how does that impact. So they could our, be super gay. Are at but least, they're at least kind of gay. Why do you need at least if kind of is already there is my question. Yeah. Is it, there could be a just and a basically. There's a lot of weaselly modifiers. Condoms are at least just basically kind of gay. Kind of super gay. Um, yeah, well, you've already, I think you're, you've 
Media Matters has documented your I, I'm not joking. On this. I, I retweeted the Media Matters clip of me saying that like 25 minutes ago before I came to the studio. The, the, the writers of this would not have even seen that because thanks birth control. Yeah, I saw that. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is, it is there's nothing, if, if a conservative is going, anyone who has a traditional sexual ethic is going to uh, disagree with the sexual revolution and the LGBT element of it, mm-hmm. then I think he's got to be consistent because what's wrong with the LGBT, one of the main things that's wrong with the LGBT stuff is that it's a, it's a sterile sexual ethic. But so is birth control. So it's, it's at least kind of gay, yeah. right? Yeah. You've got, what, now, 17 kids? Yeah, well, that's why I think that my, with six kids, my, my opinion on that's probably pretty well established. <laughs> Although we are doing two at a time, so. Yeah, it's true. That, that's kind of cheating. Yeah. But you are, you are not kind of gay. You are, well, I appreciate that. You are not. The numbers there, if you had only had like four or four and a half, I would say, well, jury's out. Yep. But six? You got catching up to do. I got some catching up to do. I got some proving to do. I already, in my intro on my show, I'm dancing in loafers. So I might need eight, yeah. actually, to prove it. That's a whole other conversation. Yeah. Maybe, maybe later in the cards. Dancing on the later. desk. Yeah. Do you know why? What was you, the thought process there? So, first of all, I didn't write that part. That was some of our eccentric Michael Knowles' intro is at least kind of gay. It's at least kind of. But then I, I kind of liked it. Because, here my thought was, media matters. It's kind of gay, but I kind of liked but it. But I kind of liked it, because I'm pretty and witty. And the media matters. They're always trying to say, Knowles is a homophobe. He, he's going to like throw yeah. gay guys off rooftops like the Taliban or whatever. And I thought a great way to counteract that is in the show, I can have my really traditional rhetoric, right? And I have the gayest intro But if I have the ever gayest filmed. intro of, of not just any conservative talk show, of any show, yeah. ever, including Queer Eye for the Straight Guy, if I have that, it's going to balance out and kind of trick them. That's my yeah. theory. At least. It also, is the, how does the audience feel about the intro? They're, they are so torn on it. Some, the ones who really get it, the sort of Straussian esoteric viewers, they, they get a kick out of it. But I would say your average kind of conservative guy looks at that and he says, uh, Michael, you look like a fanook. And I can't I dispute that. that. It's a, that's Italian for fennel, I think, actually. But, it, but the meaning is you're a little, uh, you know, so, I mean, it has, it has a like friend a, of Dorothy. A Wes Anderson vibe to it. Yes, it does. I don't mean and, that as a compliment. No, Wes Anderson is at least kind of kind gay. Of gay. Letting your wife drive is the most egregious form of vehicular cuckoldry. I hadn't heard that yet. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say... It is obvious. It is yes. I certainly... I mean, if it, it becomes more of a dispute if it's like the most egregious form of cuckoldry. Yeah. No, that would be, be but, when the mailman <laughs> enters yeah, your home. There's, there's a lot of egregious Yeah. But vehicular, like what other, you know, how many times, how many ways can you cuckold yourself right. in, a, in a car? I, uh, right. Especially a moving I, car. I guess if the mailman is true asking for a ride. Yeah. yeah. But, well, yeah. I, I thought before I finished reading the question, I thought it was going to say it's the most de- egregious form of vehicular risk taking or danger or recklessness. True. In which case, I, I would say it's not the most dangerous. If, if you went out and you had, 10 shots of vodka, smoked a couple crack pipes, and, and got behind the wheel of a car. That would at least be on par. I, with I hold my crack pipes pretty well. You do, tolerance, yeah. So. I, I was one time driving around with a Daily Wire host in the middle of Texas, and his wife, I'm not going to say, but his wife drove because we had had a few Coca-Colas. 
and this Daily Wire host, I'm not going to say who, uh, he said, okay, I think that it's less dangerous for my wife sober to drive than it is for me drunk to drive. But the jury's out. Which host was that? So it's a male? It's a male. I'm not going to say who. You probably weren't driving around with Ben, so. No. I think we'd I wouldn't. And Ben, he doesn't drink a lot. Ramarita every Yeah, time. true. I, you know, I, um, yeah, I, I, I think it's, well, here's the thing. I think it's shameful to allow your wife to drive. I, I will admit that on, you know, we do a lot of driving in my yep. family. We drive like 18 hours. So in our most recent 18-hour trip, I did surrender the wheel for, I'd say, two of the 18 hours. There's still 16 of 18 hours. Were you sleeping during that, or you were just kind of hanging out? Well, I, would, I wanted to sleep, but then I couldn't because I was so terrified she was going to kill us. So I stayed. But then, and this is true, like, two, two of 16 hours is all, and we happened to pull into a, uh, a uh, rest stop, and some, you know, I got recognized sitting in the freaking car. Like a, a, a fan pulled up well, right next to us and parked. You're most recognizable in a car. That sure, is good kind point. of your, your home setting. As soon as we pulled in and I'm in the passenger seat, I actually thought to myself, like, this would be really embarrassing if someone knows me. And right in that moment, seriously, someone pulled in, parked, got out of their car. Like, hey, it's Matt Walsh. Wow. Sitting in the passenger seat. How did you live that down? I didn't. You didn't. No. That's not possible. Can't do it. You're up. Um, fractured memories can be passed through your DNA. I'm gonna. I I don't even know what that means. Yeah. Fra- I don't really know either. Fractured memories. It sounds like bullshit. But it sounds. Is that like? Is it just like racism? Is it just like you inherit? The you know I think it's like no it's your the, memories it's like so you have memories of your past of, of your descendants I'm gonna have to say no I don't even know where that comes from why would that why was this why was that in who wrote that I don't know uh, fractured mem- with, like epigenetics is real yeah, that's is, not memories that's not a memory like this is like you're sleeping and you, you have a flashback to getting uh, chased by a t- saber toothed tiger or something mm. I think is what it means I wow I don't have many of those flashbacks yeah me either. very I, rarely yeah. I mean, a little bit, a few acid trips in India, occasional, but not not the saber tooth tigers. Okay. Okay. Come on. Life, well, speaking of, life as we know it started about 8,000 years ago, and all the 24 billion years old nonsense is just a bunch of lies cooked up by atheists, liberals, and other assorted hippies. Uh... That's interesting. I'm glad that one's in there because I actually don't know if you're one of these young Earth. I don't know if you're in the Ken Ham camp or not. I, no, I'm, more I'm, gonna, a, I'm more of a Ken Prosciutto kind of guy. True. I'm going to say yes. I'm going I'm to say that you are. I have a tough answer on this. Of course you do. But to, to get the point, at least, I'm going to say no. But here's my view, which really could fall into either category. I do not have any strong theological, not a, not a strong theological need or anthropological or historical need to say that the earth is 8,000. Let me just clarify one thing. Yeah. I thought, I didn't think that you had a theological reason to, to say that the earth is 8,000 years old. I figured it was contrarian. Purely contrarian. I thought that's, that's no, what would lead you there. No, it, 
I guess this is my issue. I like the contrarian part is nice too. The issue is one, the 24 billion year stuff, they change that number all the time. And they'll say the universe is actually half as old as they said it was, or twice as old, or whatever. So that, they don't really know. But I don't need uh, the first chapters of Genesis to be read literally. In, in fact, I think it's a bit odd to read them literally. But if I am convinced that the description of the evolution of mankind, as given in the book of Genesis, right. is more accurate, than whatever gobbledygook you're Okay, so do you think the earth... Plus. You don't need the earth to be very young, but do you think that it is? That was the question. I don't think the earth is very young. If, if mankind... I don't know how old mankind is. I'm not convinced by any of the numbers that are thrown around. And I, what I am convinced of is that the view of human history as being six or 10,000 years is a, a more... Uh, insightful view than whatever it's like 200,000 years and we used to be like cavemen beating each other on the heads or whatever. So I do, but I do. It, it, <laughs> so you don't think that that humanity is 10,000 years old, but you think that view is more insightful? No, I'm saying that it is 10,000 years old is more insightful than it. But you don't think that it is. Years but you don't think that it is. Then, or you do. To quote C.S. Lewis. No, don't quote it. What, quote yourself. Okay. To quote Michael Knowles. To quote Michael Knowles. The earth is To quote Michael Knowles. One blank. time I read C.S. Lewis, and what he what? told me was... No, I'm quoting me. The earth is blank years old. The earth... Oh, opinion. I don't know. The earth can be a bazillion years old. The I don't care about hu- that. The human species is yeah. blank years old. The human species... Fill in the blank. For all intents and purposes. No, no. I just say... Yes, no. That's, for all intents and purposes. Well, because if... It's, 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 if it's some, however old it is. If some kind of evolution took place, whether that is... Uh, punctuated equilibrium, whether that is a kind of minor type of evolution. If some kind of evolution, if there were some breeding between a group that we now call that the question. and someone. Say well, but evolution. the reason what matters is this, to, to quote C.S. Lewis, if there was some kind of ape-like, human-like creature. And life as we know it. That's not even human life. Life as we, meaning like mitochondrial, you Just know. Just existence, like, like uh, everything around you. Well, everything around me is rather young. If you're saying like rocks and stuff, well, no, I don't know. The rocks isn't very young. I mean, the, the ground. Yeah, the ground is. The, it's old. You don't have to dig that, right? Yeah, the, the ground is old. But but life as we know it, meaning human beings. Uh, yes. How old do you think the human species is? Not counting like you know cavemen or nephilim or anything. Just human. Think anything we would describe as human. Roughly 10,000 years old. So you think, so yes is the answer. No, <laughs> no, I would say. We got, we no, went all around this circle. For the purposes of my point. No, because listen, I, it, I, it I don't you, deny. It, it took you 24 billion years to answer the question. Yeah. We got back to, there's yes. Some, there's something like, there's probably something like a Neanderthal. In fact, if you look at the, the mixtures of, of uh, DNA, uh, Sub-Saharan Africans don't have any Neanderthal in them. People who come not from Sub-Saharan Africa do have Neanderthal. There are different breakdowns in like Aboriginal Australians and all this kind of stuff. So like there were weird, like vaguely gorilla-like creatures who were bordering on uh, humans, I think. Neanderthals, some have said, buried their dead. What does that mean? I don't know what any of that means. I don't know what all of this is about. 
But if you're asking me about something that we would call... I'm not asking you anything. I'm asking you about the card. You ask yourself. Well, look, the card is very ambiguous. It's It's not not ambiguous at all, really. Life as we we know it? Life. What is life as we know it? Are you you a lib now? You don't know what life is? No, I'm saying, are we talking about a prokaryotic cell or are we talking about a eukaryotic cell? Are we talking about... Talking about a virus? That's not even life. Then whatever you consider life to be. Well, now we're getting real hippie, man. Whatever, it's like, man, your life is, you know. Okay, but so your answer is yes. My answer, judges, in that, in my beautifully articulate description of uh, of reconciling the literal and the figurative, where do you rule? Is my did I say no or yes? I said no. That's because Davies is like a young Earth guy. But Davies said that because he thinks the Earth is like three days old. He goes even further. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't believe in the 1950s. Uh, as far as the so, so uh, as far as the Earth itself, or really the universe, to me, yeah. it, I'm the last guy to say trust the science because we know where that leads. This is all fake, right? However, um, there there are some inescapable physical realities. So, for example, there's like the the distant what the young Earth creationists would call the the, the distant starlight problem. That's yes. a problem. Yes. I mean, it's not a problem, but. But when you're looking up at the sky and you can see a star yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a million light years away, that means that, like, that's proof right there that the Earth has been around, or rather the universe has been around for at least a million well, and years. And this, this is not a problem for Catholics, in, in part because the theorizer of the Big Bang was a, not only a Catholic, but a Catholic priest, priest yeah. Father George Lemaitre. So that doesn't bother me whatsoever. Um, no, they do kind of change the numbers on how old things are, and you know they're kind of interesting. It's not going to be exact, but I think gonna, yeah. we know the universe is very, very old. But I guess where it, where the rubber really meets the road for me is not it's not even the age of the human race, which it can be whatever. Do we descend from common ancestors, Adam and Eve? That's where the rubber meets the road for me. Where I, I think yes. Well, right, but I think you also touched on it that as Catholics. The great thing is that none of this is like a problem. The, the monogenism is, though. We, Pius XII said that we have to believe in a common ancestor. No. So are you... you yeah, can, you're not being... Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. I don't know if you... If you became a but Protestant was, on this episode, that would be a big rating. Well, but so, Protestants, but, but young Earth creations is... is mostly more Protestant. Protestant. Aliens are just a cooked-up narrative by modernists trying to cover up the metaphysical reality of angels and demons. They're not challenging us too much on this one, are they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're going to say, I'm just trying to see if you've come to your senses yet. <laughs> I'm going to drink it either way, so <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll just take it. The alien question is related to the previous question. I don't think it is. Why is it related? Because Are they saved? Well, I don't know what their salvation history is. Is there a fourth person of the Trinity? No. Who's like a Martian? No. 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 So... But you're the one just quoting C.S. Lewis a second ago. See, we don't yeah, C.S. Lewis. That's what gets me into trouble. I know. So you know, we don't know. I I, I can't. That's an that's a, a question I can't answer. But just because I can't answer the question doesn't mean that like just because it's incomprehensible for me. Like, what would the salvation history be of a of a intelligent would, would they even be fallen? Yeah. Would it's, they? It's, even, I think it's. I think at a minimum, it would seem to me that any rational species in the universe would have had the same opportunity to make a choice as we did. Hmm. Um, and if it's a real choice, then you could have unfallen species. Yeah, I don't see. Why. Although I don't even onto that, like a, a little baby doesn't have the choice. I mean, a little baby's born into original sin. So is it the case, like Milton describes in Paradise Lost? Yeah, but the original, the actual original sin, comes from the human beings. 
Right. So, but it so, pervades all of creation. You know, like it pervades the deer and the trees and the whole thing, right? Sin and death pervade the whole cosmos. But I think it's, I think it's clear that Scripture is talking about, Scripture has no interest in the universe. There's Does very little. The cosmos? There's very little about it. And what is said is like, if you take it literally, you, you come to some incorrect conclusions about the yep. nature of the cosmos, which tells me that it's just not, the Bible's not trying to tell us anything about the rest of the universe one way or another, probably because it's not something we need to know. Look, this is what Cardinal Baroni, he said, the Bible tells us how to go to heaven, not how the heavens go. There's a little bit of lib, because mm-hmm. there was kind of like for pro-Galileo, which is a whole other mess. But I do know how the heavens go. Yeah. <laughs> and they go with E.T. Yeah. In general, dating sites are for guys who don't have the gulyuns to talk to a woman in person. He wrote a nastier word there, but I put it in Italian. What do you write? Wrote, that's a word for cojones. Coglion. Gulyuns. But what, did he write ah, balls? You know, he wrote. Yeah. Why are balls nastier? Is, Why is, is balls nastier than what you said? Because no one speaks Italian. The balls is like a one-syllable word. I think it's a fine word. <laughs> yeah, but Italian is so beautiful. You know, it's, that sounds almost romantic. Hey, carissima. Vuoi vedere i coglioni? So you think Italian balls are beautiful? <laughs> that's, almost, that's almost a direct translation. I don't even remember the question. We were talking about gulion so much. There's for guys who'd, ah, uh, ah. Uh, I'm going to say you said no to this, right? Yeah. That's correct. I'm correct? No, you're correct about my guess. You're trying to intuit the answer by like yes. staring at me? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, no, that's correct. Okay. So I don't think, look, uh, uh, I think dating, what's that? It's 2023. Dating sites are, uh, can be a, a really useful tool. If, I mean, first of all, I try not to, I cannot imagine being in the modern dating scene. It just must be a nightmare. Like, I thank God every day I'm not in it. <laughs> so I don't want to sit here as a, mar- a happily married man and say, well, you shouldn't be using that tool. Yeah. Um, and probably if you want to meet someone these days, like there's, there's, it's just, it's, it's probably one of the only ways to do it. Yeah. And going up and talking to someone randomly is rife with difficulty. Right. And especially today, I, I, back in my single days, brief though they were, you know what? I like women. I liked chatting women up and asking them out. That's not, I don't find that to be, I find that kind of fun. But today we're in the Me Too culture. Yeah. So you go up to a woman and you say, hi, you know, I like your dress. <laughs> she like bear sprays you, you know, and has you arrested or something. You can't do that. Yeah. I mean, the dating, you know, and all, not all uh, sites are made the same. So yeah. you know, the hookup apps are one thing. I think they still have like eHarmony. Oh, yeah. My parents met on Grindr, I don't, you know. Did they? Yeah. Classic, classic love classic, story. Classic, you know, tale as old as time. I have friends who are black or my producer is black should be accepted as an argument against accusations of racism. I've been saying that about Davies for years. Uh, wrong. Wrong, bucko. I'm going to challenge wrong. my inner, inner uh, Jordan Peterson there. Uh, I think it's a totally acceptable yeah. excuse. I, I agree. Well, here's my, my only caveat is I don't think that you should be offering yeah. like these desperate defenses. Yeah. I'm not racist because, however, like, when it comes to actual defenses, I've always thought, like, having a black friend is like, yeah, that's, you're probably not racist if you have a black friend. Yes. How, how is that not? Everyone says, oh, that's a classic, that's a classic thing racists say. If you actually have a friend who is of that race, it's a pretty good indication you don't hate people of that race. Because, by the way, most of the white libs don't have black friends. Some of them do. I'm not saying none of them have black friends. But a lot of them live in the most lily-white yeah. neighborhoods that exist. 
And then they attack those of us who have black friends or black producers. Yeah. I mean, you can't, if you have a black producer, it's impo- you can't be racist. It's, you, it's not possible. I know. If I was actually racist, I would have went to the Daily Wire years ago and yes. said, I can't work with this person because yeah. I'm racist. I would have said that, but I never said that. I actually have said many times, please fire Ben Davies and get me a black producer. That's how yes. anti-racist you are. That is. I know. I've said, or a white producer. Or just anybody. Any, anyone that's Other than yeah. Ben Davies. Yeah. Okay. The recent decline in church attendance is actually more concerning when accounting for the number of FBI agents in the congregation. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that, actually. Uh, you got it right. That is. I, I mean, it's concerning in general. I guess when you add in that, I hadn't thought, I hadn't thought about that either. But yeah. Probably. Especially you consider if you go to a, a more traditional church service, yeah. certainly the Latin Mass, that's got to be like two-thirds feds at this point. True. And it is, uh, it is, it's a big, it's like, you know, there's reason to think that the church, like what does it look like in 20 years? Are there, church, how many churches are still left? Right. In Germany, none. In Germany, yeah. it's going to be They'll be either Unitarian or just like, I don't know, Cordellos or something. But it's also self-inflicted because uh, I, I still think the pandemic comes along. The church is willingly shut down. Lots of people. Yeah. A lot of people weren't going already, but many people who were said, well, if apparently it's not that important, you can just shut down. And what do I need you for? I even some Christians told me, they said, Michael, the church is not a place. You know, it's the people. It's the called out people. And obviously there's a lot of truth to that. It's also a place. It's also a place. It's like a place where you gather more, more than two together and mm-hmm. you have sacraments and stuff and you don't have the, the right and the sacrament of the Purell and the face mantia. And it's called a church. Called a church. So we yeah. call it that. Yeah. Is it mine? Uh, yes. Practically speaking, AI porn should at least be allowed to progress because it removes at least the objectified parties from the equation and puts pimps out of business. shocked if you that's ridiculous it's insane yeah. you know without why people think it look we have i won't name them but we have friends prominent conservatives who, who would say no porn is fine because you know you can blow off a little steam and then you're not going to go to a whorehouse or or cheat on your wife or in some other way but i think the reason especially certain gen x and boomer conservatives think that i think because they're in the thrall of freud whether they know it or not. And they think that the mind is like a steam engine. And they think you got to just blow off a little steam, you know? And so you're mm-hmm. going to go look at your weirdo AI porn at night, and that's, then you'll feel better during the day. But, like, that's not how it works. If you look at your weirdo porn at night, you know what you're going to do the next day? Look at weir- weirder porn. Yeah. You're, and then eventually you're going to cheat on your wife. And I think arguably, so I think AI porn is less harmful to the participants because they're not real. Yeah. But arguably, it's probably more harmful. I mean, you can make an argument it's more harmful to the viewer just because it's, it's even less human. Like, watching porn is already a very dehumanizing right. thing to do. And, uh, and now you're watching these figures who aren't even people. Yeah. And they're just be- phantoms. They're right, just yeah. Like- you're becoming, like, sexually aroused by, like, what's really just digital code on a screen. Right. Which uh, I would argue, is, if anything, is like more harmful to the. It's also mind. more dangerous. One time I was speaking to a boomer friend, and he said, "I can't believe these kids. You know, they'd rather look at porn than go sleep with a woman." And I said, "I totally, I totally get it." 
And the reason I get it is because you go talk to a woman, she might reject you. She's not going to be mm-hmm. perfect. She's not going to just do every weirdo fantasy in your head. But porn, increasingly with AI, you can construct just your craziest fantasy yeah. of a person that doesn't even exist. And so in a way, it's, it's really dangerous even to your own appetite. You think that like a regular porn would mess up men's views of sex. Wait until you can just craft whatever insanity is banging around your head. And they, and they prefer uh, porn because it's, they, they think of sex as nothing but, as you said, just a... Uh, Mechanistic. A, re- a release. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It's just right. like, it's just a, a, a thing and you get what you want out of it, then you move on. And if that's all it is, then yeah, porn is a much easier replacement if you take out the whole like human relationship part of the equation. We won't be able to put this part on a certain social media platform, but that's obviously... the. The reason trans is a thing is just because of porn, right? Oh, yeah. Totally. I mean, not, not the full reason because it, it did predate. Yeah, no, there's a little, there's like yeah. some. But the, the, the thing that has, has made it, uh, well, it's, it's also like people don't realize with the trans thing that it's, there, there's like three different yeah. uh, branches that, yeah. that are only vaguely related. Like yeah. there's the. Denominations, we say. Yeah. Yeah, you might even call it, it's like you've got like the uh, adolescent teen girl, which I think actually has very little to do with pornography. Yeah. Then you've got young children who are, and that's got nothing to do, and that's just the parents. But then you have the men, adult men yeah. who come out as trans. That is like all porn. It's all porn. That's 100% porn. Yeah. That branch is all porn. The rest of it is other, other social porn. pathologies. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Western opposition to the Ugandan law putting restrictions on weird sex stuff is really just a form of neo-colonialism. Yep. For sure. Yeah, that's what, what, what else would you call neocolonialism? Right. It's the only form of colonialism that's still like operative in the world. Yeah. And I, and I say that as someone who's like an, uh, an unapologetic advocate for many forms of colonialism, <laughs> as I assume you are as yeah, well. Yeah, of course. Um, but you want it, it to kind of, it's not just the process. It's not just colonialism writ large. It's, well, what are you spreading? Right. right. Truth, justice, the American way, Christianity, the faith, or like a rainbow flag in Kandahar. It's really, it's, it's really all about Christianity. I mean, that's, that's, that's why colonialism 500 years ago was primarily yeah. an effort to spread the faith, and now it's an effort to destroy the faith, and so that's why it's Right. Bad. This is another, people misunderstand Columbus immensely, but Columbus's prime motivator was the spread of the faith. Mm-hmm. And, and even in as much as he wanted to uh, find riches, it was to fund another crusade. This man was extremely devout. And because we live in a materialist age, we can't, it, we just don't even understand that. We don't understand what it means to have a belief in something beyond this world and have that motivate your behavior. But that was the whole thing. I mean, that led to the founding of the Western Hemisphere. I think that the two biggest Columbus fans in media are sitting at this table. Probably <laughs> the two only ones. So I have like, to Christopher. I have one Columbus rant that I just give every uh, yeah. Columbus day. Yeah. I, just, I just return to it. Yeah. And the audience is like bored, and they're like, "Please move on, please take vacation." Uh, Okay, now we finally got to an interesting one. Leaning your seat back on an airplane is a paying customer's human right. Leaning your seat back is a human right for the paying customer. I'm gonna hope that you have your wits about you on this issue. And I, in total despair, for you and your reason and society. I'm going to 
now realize that you have fallen into evil and vice. You're a, you're a seat ba lean backer? Frankly, before takeoff sometimes. Okay, but hold on yeah. a second. Wait, 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 oh, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Oh, yeah. You're talking about first class, Mr. Elitist. I'm talking about coach too. But yes, certainly first Don't class. Don't pretend you fly coach. coach, first I of all. Have on, listen, I'll give you a good example of this. When Daily Wire books my flights, I'd, I want first class. I want to be sitting, you know, of course, with the pilots eating foie gras. Yeah, but I, I when was, you book your own, you go coach. Oh, yeah. oh, really? Because sometimes I get the automatic upgrade, and or just recently I went to visit our friend uh, Jeremy Boring and Jonathan Hay. In International flight, you did coach. I because I was booking my own, and I thought maybe I can work a, and I did. You don't want to know the scam I got. So I booked coach. I wanted an upgrade. They said, okay, sir, we've upgraded you to Comfort Plus. Oh, yeah. That's a crock. That's, not, that's nothing. That just means you get a free drink. And so then on the way back, I, was, I got a little slight upgrade. Not like the full business, but I did a slight upgrade. But on the way there, I'm in coach. And it was hell. It was hell, it is. Matt. It was yeah. international. I'm sorry you went through that. It was, no one has suffered as I suffered. Yeah. On this flight. Except everybody else, but yeah. Yeah, other than all the other people on the plane and mo most other people for human history. And I, but I, you know I needed that extra two inches. No. You I mean, wouldn't, you would, if you were in my shoes, you would not have reclined? No, because I'm not a sociopath, which is what you we're discovering. You would have stayed awake all night. I don't sleep Contemplating on, your virtue. Yeah. Uh, you, do, well, that's how I spend every day. But uh, I don't, I don't believe, uh, I don't sleep on planes to begin with. Mm. Well, because you know. I don't want to sleep. I, it's weird to sleep. Yeah. I think. Frankly, I think it's like slightly gay to sleep around some other strange man. Yeah, yeah. And there's many that's on the why it's I, like keep, I put thing. my loafers on when I do yeah. it. I, that's, those are instead of slippers. <laughs> I drool is, on them sometimes. It is gay to sleep on a plane. I'm yeah. And adulterous to sleep next to a woman on a plane. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I don't do... When we, I mean, I've been on international flights 18 hours. I don't sleep because I'm so committed to this. Even so, then why would you buy business class? The only reason to get business just so, so I have my get, space to myself, so I, so I can be a human being, wow. treated like a human. I yeah. I cuddle up. I when especially when I get business, I mm, I kick my little. I curl up in a fetal position. I've got. I put the sleep mask on. You probably, have you been on a flight where they give you pajamas? I no no. Was that That's Africa? Qatar Airlines to Africa. They give you pajamas. What? And I I got the pajamas. I'm like and I'm like I'm not putting these on. <laughs> and I look back and our and our like security guy already has the pajamas on. <laughs> so. Um, no, I you, you don't you don't lean your flight back lean, lean your seat back on the flight because it's the you know because you're in coach that the person behind you have two you don't have the yeah. leg room to spare. No, 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 you can't type on your laptop if the guys reclining. Exactly, you can't. You but, can't. You can't do work. You yeah. can't eat. Like you can't eat. the tray. What are they going to give useless? you? They're going to give you a hot pocket in coach. They're not. You're not. Getting okay, but you can't use the tray room. table for whatever. You can't use yeah, the tray table. Fine. You can't. And so oh, you are fine. you are choosing to take that away from the person behind you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you deserve mm -hmm. to be shot in the head. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. In fact, you know what I'm going to do the next time? I'm going to recline, and then I'm going to take his hot pocket, too. I'm going to reach back. That's, it's going to be delicious. I, I spoke out about this. I assume it's why it's there. Mm -hmm. And I just got killed. For, I, I, was, I honestly was shocked by how wrong, and I'm not usually shocked by this. No. I was shocked by how wrong everybody is on this. I, and also how, how seriously they take People were like legitimately angry at me because for criticizing. Do you, do you know why? Look, I'm a cheapskate. It's not, I guess, if I wanted to, I guess I could have even personally bought this expensive business. But I said, I'm a cheapskate. I can't do it. Even the cheap tickets. I'm flying to New York for Thanksgiving. Yeah. 
you fly a family of four to New York, it's like thousands of dollars. So I'm every inch on my seat that I am paying for, that's, I don't know, that's like a $60 inch, right? By some measure. And you're taking it away from the person behind you. Yeah. So I, just, uh-huh. I guess I, right. I just had this com- great compassion Maybe for the common man. Maybe I'll take the wallet, too. You're a man of the people. Yeah. Uh, I'm a... Republican governors should also include their hom- homeless populations in their shipments of illegal immigrants to liberal cities. It was not a bad idea. Uh, I shouldn't have given away my answer. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you did. You revealed yourself. I did. Um, I guess, right? Yeah, I think it's actually a good idea. Rudy um, did that back in, I think he did that in the 90s in New York. He, he just shipped, shipped them all out. Yeah, like Jersey yeah. or something. I mean, you got you to ship them somewhere. We talked about this on the show recently. But like, yeah. the homeless people, either they're choosing to be on the street because um, they don't feel like working, in which case, yeah. vagrancy should be illegal. And we say to them, go get a job. This is not a choice you should be able to make. Yeah. Or they're not choosing it because they can't function in society. Mentally. Right, which is most of them, in which case, vagrancy should be illegal. And you ship them off to an institution. Right. Because it's not charitable to let them like die of exposure. I've, right. Exactly. I've walked out of a subway in New York. It's really sad. Walked out of a subway. There, a guy had died. A homeless guy had died yeah. of exposure. A lot of people, if you live in New York or San Francisco, you've probably seen that before. And so that's obviously not compassionate. You give them money? You give homeless money? Sometimes. Yeah. I, I make it a matter of prudence. Yeah. Like, I don't want to kill them. I don't want to give them money that it's just going to immediately go in their veins. Them, you said? I don't want to kill nice them. Yeah, I want to, you know. That's very generous. Sometimes the, what you think is charity could actually, like, kill those guys. Yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. yeah I, got, I, was at, I was at the uh, uh, gas station just last night, and a woman came up to me asking for money. Like, the whole, it's always the same story about, yeah. they got to get the bus. I was like, there's no bus around there's here. No, what do you, what uh, yeah. And she said something about going to Chicago. I'm like, you don't need to go to Chicago. You but I gave her the money because I'm like, yeah. I know I'm getting scammed, but. There was one time I was driving up to a bar in LA and I, like my wife was out of town. I knew I was going to have a few drinks with the fellas. And so I hadn't had dinner. And I said, I pulled into a McDonald's to get a quick dinner before. I didn't want to have drinks if not without dinner. And I'm sitting there just on my phone or something. And this, this homeless woman like knocks on my window. I said, ah. She goes, hey, give me money. And I said, huh? No, I'm not giving you any money. You're obviously going to buy a bunch of drugs. And she goes, give me money. You know, and I said, no. I said, but I'll buy you some food. She goes, and she looked so angry. And she goes, okay, fine. I said, okay, what do you want? She goes, okay, I want uh, two filet of fish. Okay. And I want eggs. That was the brief period where McDonald's was serving breakfast all day. I want eggs. And I want, and she picked all these really weird menu items. And she rings up her tab, probably to like 35 bucks. And I said, okay, all right, that'll get you through the night. That's enough food. Okay, all right. So I go in and I order all this weird food, plus my double quarter pounder. I come out. She's gone. She's got, she just said, she just wanted. That's hilarious. Yeah. And I, well done. So angry that I, I said, She's not going to get the last laugh. So I brought the food home. I put it in the fridge. And over about two days, I ate every bite of it. Yeah. What's your order at? Double quarter pounder with cheese, always. That's my go-to. Fridays, double filet of fish. Yeah. It's better than it so sounds. The filet of fish is, is good. It's good. What's yeah, McDonald's and breakfast, like no one, no fast food chain has figured no. out how to do a better breakfast no. than McDonald's. No one's figured it out. No. So. It's, it's, what's your move, though, on the, like, a, like an evening Kind of McDonald's. Right? Uh, you know, usually I go with the with the Big Mac, just wow. classic. But I'll go filet fish even when it's not a Friday. I, just, I think it, I think it's it's just a good just wow. a good meal. That's you disagree? That's sick. That's a psycho order. Yeah. Really? 
I, like I'll eat it. I had a, I was coming home from Trump. I got a filet of fish a couple weeks ago, like at one o'clock in the morning. I was coming home. From you and Trump. Trump's a filet of fish guy. Is he? Yeah. The only thing we have in common. <laughs> Birth control and other hormone-altering drugs explain why women have generally become crazier and more liberal. But I repeat myself over the past half century. Uh. Uh. You're gonna say no, but you're wrong. I will say yes. Okay, I thought you were gonna okay, you were gonna I'm, have some like, well, it's not that simple, and then go into some. History. That is my answer. Is it's not that simple? Except in this case, it sort of is. The drugs themselves have driven women crazy, and the availability of the drugs, which spurred the sexual revolution, have been the driver of women's craziness over the last half century. Which yeah. I, I don't think that's too cagey. On it. Would you? Did I get you right? Yeah, yeah, you got it right. Because I, I just don't. I, I actually am going. I don't think it's that simple route. Because I also think that the craziness of men has increased at exactly the same rate, and they're not taking birth control pills for the most part. But why have the men gone crazy? Well, yeah, I mean, you could. I just think there are cultural factors. It's, it's also part of the moral decay, of which birth control, I would argue, is a symptom, hmm. but not the cause. Do you think, though, if so, 1965, the Supreme Court says married couples can use birth control? Because in the Constitution, in invisible ink, we found the, oh, right, yeah. the right, the special amendment where you get to use condoms. Well, Thomas Jefferson, he, he always had that in mind. He did. He re- and if you read his letters in invisible ink, you see those two. Then in 1972, Eisenstadt v. Baird, they say, okay, actually we discovered in the last seven years, um, non-married couples also can use birth control some, somewhere in the Constitution. Um, if not for those two decisions, and the political opening up of birth control, would men and women have gone nearly as crazy? Was it already baked in, or was that like the driver? Well, but then, but then, uh, are we saying that, that never, it was never legalized? It was, well, in certain communities. Or just not at that moment? Just, it, yeah, it basically, it hit, there were never a national right to birth control. Or like if birth control never existed, is that another way of... Well, certainly if birth control had never existed. Sure, that's the most extreme version of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it'd be as bad, but it's a matter of degrees. Yeah. So... But it would... What, what I was mean the is, question? I don't even know what we're talking the, about. Yeah, we were talking about filet of fish, I think. Uh, yeah, the drugs explain why. So if it said like the, one of the main drivers of women yeah. craziness, then I would say yes. Hmm. But explain why, because it's not like that's the whole story. Hmm. I don't think it's the whole story. But it also, I don't want to just gloss, because we're having this more kind of legal and political conversation, but the drugs also make women go crazy. Yeah. I think, right? Hormonally. And yes. Yeah. I, I've spent, this is not just me. What do I know? I've never taken the pill. But women I've spoken to who are on the pill for a long time, and now these girls go on it at 12 or something. Yeah. They will say, they themselves will say, yeah, I was nuts when I was on the pill. Yeah. And getting off the pill was hard. Then you think condoms are gay, but now they're, you know, how much gayer is going to be a birth control pill for men, which they're working on? They are working on that. Could you imagine? There are men who, I don't want, like... A, a man with one of those, like, pill, you know, things he has to open up and take his... I was reading about, there are guys who are 20. Yeah. I'm not even... To, I can't separate, imagine that. At any, like, of course. Well, how could you... Yeah. It's not... Subjective. Not for me. Not for me. Let's, let's... I'll say that. But... If you, I, I at least can understand the line of modern reasoning that lead, lead men to certain age, but 20? Yeah. 
what kind of a, a eunuch? What is the world coming to? What's it coming to? I would rather have an AI babysit my kids than a liberal. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, um. Grudgingly correct. Yeah, I'm going to say no. Also, it's a false choice because the They're AI both liberal. are programmed. Yeah, by yeah. liberals. Yeah. So. They're both liberal. That's and at least the, yeah, right. The liberal, by virtue of being human, might have some unwitting tethering to reality. It might have like some semblance of a soul left. Yes. The AI is just demons. If it has a soul, it's a demon soul. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Uh, the flood story from the Bible is a historical event, the truth of which is suppressed by the scientific community. Correct? Uh, you got it wrong, I would say, yes. You would say, okay, good. All yeah. right. I don't know, I was being cautious there on the, I don't know if the literal... You think I'm full, like... I don't know if you were big lib on, you know, exegesis. You think I'm like a Episcopal... Uh, yeah, no, I... to a church with a rainbow you flag. You go to the and priestess and you say, hello, yeah. Bishop Riss, please give me a blessing. Um, well, I, this is one where, like, the... the, uh, the on top of Scripture, the scientific uh, evidence is pretty strong. Yeah. And we know that... Uh, historically, like every ancient civilization has a flood story. Yes, yeah, yeah. and they're all, and, and many of them are quite similar, which which is often used as a as a means to discredit the yeah. biblical story. But I've never quite understood that. To me, it's like okay, if, if all of these ancient civilizations agreed, yeah. not only on like that there was a flood, but also that uh, oftentimes that that some small group of people were saved from the flood. Yeah, and how is that supposed to discredit? To me, that just lends more credibility to this right. idea. Also, the fact that we, we keep being told by the modern libs there are, have been these major climactic events throughout all of the ages, and uh, the nature of the continents has changed, and the global temp- mean temperature has changed, and there are these ice ages, and this, that, and the other thing. Asteroids hit the Earth. It's so crazy to think there was a big flood. Yeah. There's, there's good scientific evidence for Sodom and Gomorrah being destroyed by fire and brimstone. You're telling me there couldn't have been a big flood? Now, do you think it was? Do you think it, it necessarily had to be a flood that covered the entire globe, literally? It would have had to cover civilization, certainly. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think that that uh, Mount Everest was was underwater. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I suppose I'm agnostic on that. I don't. It wouldn't bother me if Mount Everest were not covered. But certainly, like when you mention the other civilizational stories of the floods. I got Gilgamesh pilled some years ago. Mm-hmm. When I realized that that story has a lot of similarities to the Bible, to, to me, I thought, oh, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, of course. And even more distant civilizations had the same story. Yeah, and, even, and, and, and you know, those are civilizations that are all kind of close to each other. But you go over to the New World, you know, yeah. and, and you find flood stories there too, which is very interesting. Yeah, so. yeah, I totally agree. Calling fans sweet babies is more uncomfortable than a podcaster calling fans creamy cream puffs. Sweet baby is more uncomfortable. Uh, so you, I know you're wrong about this. 
So this is one that you're wrong. Throw a point up on the board. Thank you very much. I agree. Look, I... People, you agree? I, I agree. It's, 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 the cream puffs thing is weirder. I held off on this thing because the, the sweet baby gang came into existence in a very organic way. It did. Because you mentioned some talk show host who... You right. played a clip and then they... It was the people who... Okay, you, don't, and, you don't know the origin. I don't, okay, so we what happened? How, what is the No, game? we don't talk about it. But that's not it. It's Monique, but we don't talk about it. Monique. I almost said Moesha. Yeah, no. Which would have, no, it's Monique. Monique started the Sweet Baby Game, but we don't have that conversation. <laughs> we don't talk about it. It's the first rule. The, uh, of the SPG. Yeah. She's the godmother. She doesn't even know it. Mm. <laughs> Could you imagine her joy? Yeah. On learning that? I, I think she would be. So then people wrote in. After the SBG sprang to life, they said, Michael, you need a, you need a gang. I said, no, guys, it's like a, a guy in high school giving himself a nickname. You, yeah. can't, you, can't, you can't do it. It's, and they threw out all these, I'm not even going to say the ideas because I don't want to embarrass anyone who suggested them, but they were all so profoundly cringe. And, and I, I said, no, guys, please, no. It, you, can't, you can't do such a thing. But then... Something did happen, at least somewhat organically, in a French organic way, like a creme fraiche almost. I mentioned, I said, okay, Jeremy's making us all do member block now. So the member block is not for the hoi polloi. It's not for everybody. It's for the creme de la creme. It's for the absolute tippy top, you know, get to go to the member block. And I guess I said this enough that there was this very pretentious idea that came about, the creme, like a little cream puff, which I thought, guys, they're already saying my intro is gay and now you have the you're cream. calling me a, a cream puff and that's not I yeah. so I, I uh, I've not I've embraced it to a degree I think it's funny I, it's my favorite dessert is a profiterole I love a nice cream puff much yeah, as I like a nice dis- loafer they're disgusting it, what? cream puffs? Yeah. am I thinking of the right thing? yeah like a nice juicy little flaky pastry with a nice little with cream like, on the inside with cre- yeah it's disgusting yeah. it's like a jelly it's like a glorified jelly donut like a, yeah, like a French and pretentious jelly donut That's with no cream. jelly. It's just cream. It's like a Bavarian donut. Yeah. So it's a, it's a jelly donut except gayer is what you're saying. It's so gay. And so I was like, guys, I, I know I told you don't do a contrived thing, but if the organic thing is going to double down on the gay thing, then I don't, this is kind of a net, this might be a net negative for me. You should have gone with like, the Crusaders or something. But that's contrived. Then it'd be like me being like, hey, let, my team is going to be called the really cool, handsome guys. Like, they can't, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, you got to let it, you got to let it happen. But then sometimes it happens. And, and then it happens and you, yeah. you wonder about it. Yeah. Similar to the 2020 election, Matt Walsh's Mortal Kombat showdown was completely rigged with another gamer playing for Matt. What? Are you even aware? I, no, I heard, I mean, I saw... You, you're obviously a very talented video gamer. Okay, so you've already answered. Oh, ah, darn. I don't, yeah, I don't, under, I don't even understand. Look, I obviously, I probably can't say this on a certain social media platform, obviously understand the 2020 election was completely stolen by Joe Biden and the Democrats and the globalists. But, um, but you don't, but. The game my, was so clear. I don't know. Look, I don't, I don't, I don't personally understand it. Um, but I guess I'm just a natural gamer at heart. Yeah. What were your played. favorite growing up? What were your favorite games? Um, we never got 
So you're younger than me, mm-hmm. right? So what? My I was like the N64 generation. Wait, like, and so my first games were like Super Nintendo, like Donkey Kong. Yeah, no, I never had. I'm saying N64 came. Out, I think when I was like in fifth grade or something. And so all so and then PlayStation and like so, but I I only ever had Super Nintendo. So oh you know, oh got it okay yeah yeah, yeah. when I, so. You know, I was begging my parents for a video game system, yeah. and they wouldn't get it. And then, and then finally, N64 came out like right before Christmas of whatever, mm-hmm. fifth grade. And um, they said they were going to get me the video game system. And then I opened it up, and it was Super Nintendo. So they got me the one. I, I got the one that was right behind. And then I went to school. At, you know, I went to school after Christmas break, and everyone's talking about they got N64. Yeah. And they said, oh, did you get it? And I, and I lied. And I said, I said yeah. you know, in the moment, I just felt like I had to fit in as one of those moments. Yeah. And then I had to live in the lie for like the whole rest of the year that I had N64. And they, they were all talking about Super Smash Brothers and you were like, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I had no it. idea what games they were talking about and I just, yeah. I was living this total lie. I was very traumatized. But you were playing Donkey Kong Country. Right. Which is maybe the best video game ever. It's made. great. And I enjoyed the, video, the, the playing it. The but Minecraft level was, it's one of the great levels ever yeah. of a game. Which maybe maybe this explains my hatred for video games is like the trauma yeah. that I suffered as a child and your conservatism. You were behind. You were one generation yeah. behind the traditionals. Yeah, embrace tradition. Wow. So. Did I, did I win? No. Is do we have a score? They say we think you won by one. Me that I won. What we think you won yeah, by that's one? Right. I like that. That's some nice Philadelphia twenty twenty scoring. Is Rigged what I, I know. Again. They got yeah. some pipes bursting in the back over here, uh, Mr. Walsh. Thank you. Cheers. Uh, we, yep. we actually drank a fair bit on that. Usually I have like a sip or two. Thank you for purchasing this game at dailywire.com slash shop and for tuning in. We'll see you next time. <laughs>